Warm welcome to all our listeners. My name is Lucas and you've joined FMAS podcast, SME at a glance, expert views on the news. In a one-to-one format, we aim to highlight the top news and trends from the world of SME banking and share our expert views on them. Each month, we'll bring you a fresh perspective from a new expert guest. So let's dive into it. Uh, very well, and my today's expert guest for the SME at the Glance podcast is Simla Unel, who is uh, at the moment acceleration leader of digital transformation, innovation, and digital agency at BMP Paribas Cardiff. But in her past career, I mean, he was part of the banking sector working in, in, in SME for many years as a head of marketing business development at BMP Paribas France, or even at one of their leading subsidiary of, of SMEs in TAP Turkey. And a part of that, Simla was as well a senior consultant for non-financial services at IFC, which is, uh, you know, working under the umbrella of World Bank Group. So Simla, welcome. We are very pleased and thrilled to have you with us. Thank you, Lucas. Such a pleasure to be with you here today. Looking forward to some of the insights that you can share with us. Definitely with pleasure. Fantastic. So let's go Let's go straight to the point. So the first one, uh, we've seen a couple of uh, great news even in the past, but right now, um, even accelerating, uh, um, you know, after the whole post-COVID world, that banks are playing or are trying to to play um, a role in running their clients' businesses. What we've seen in Canada, as an example, is that Temenos and Canadian Western Bank have innovated together to develop an explainable AI-driven solution, which is called Virtual COO. Um, this um, solution leverages uh, the analytics and API-first cloud-native technology, which was which was created by Temenos. And just to highlight, you know, a couple of, of of the best practices here, it offers open banking-driven data aggregation with real-time insights for SME owners to take control of their business growth and ultimately enabling smarter funding. But at the same time, the virtual COO in your pocket, as they call it is a digital advisor for smart decision-making, helping SMEs run their business, freeing up and providing um, financial insights to help them grow. So Simla, from your perspective, because I know that you know there's been many exciting projects happening uh, across the globe in, in how banks can help run SMEs their business. What's your view on such an offering from a, a Canadian Western bank? Have you seen something similar already happening in some other markets? Yeah, uh, well, Lucas, this this partnership, I call it this way, I, I really find this uh, partnership and the virtual COO solution very important uh, because I strongly believe that it might be a very good showcase for how banks can help SMEs on one side, and it can also help SMEs get familiar with new technologies to help their businesses grow and expand. You know that uh, growth is a big, big uh, challenge for SMEs everywhere. So uh, having a concrete solution may be very helpful. I re- personally really like this solution, not because it's uh, very innovative and using these new technologies such as AI and cloud computing, but also because uh, it focuses on one simple but very important topic. Well, for me, the needs and pain points of SMEs are vital, especially the SME owners. Well, throughout my all my banking experience, uh, when you when you work with SMEs, this is the first thing you see. And I think it's not only uh, relevant on the markets that I work, but it's a common thing. Uh, we know that irrespective of the size of the business, an SME is equal to the SME owner, right? And that person is working like 24 hours a day. He or she is the sales manager, the product developer, 
the finance director, I mean, everything, who is into the every single topic about the business itself. So, but as the business grows, this person gets more busy with daily decisions and uh, may not find the sufficient time or the energy to plan the future of the business. This is because of many reasons, such as not having too many employees in the company, or just because in many cases, like the ones I've seen in Turkey at least, um, the SME owner really wants to control everything and feels very uncomfortable to delegate some decisions to the others, the, the managers in the company, for example. And also, Lucas, let me remind you that the financial topics are also very challenging for SME owners, and they put another burden on their shoulder when it comes to long-term planning. And digital solutions, um, using digital solutions for financial matters are not a common practice among especially the micro-businesses in many markets. So the lack of financial literacy and lack of simple digital solutions uh, may become real obstacles. So for this reason, this uh, virtual CEO is, is, is really important. Uh, it will help SME owners to really step back from this daily rush, uh, analyze their businesses with real-time insights in a simple way, and I think also make them uh, help them make financial decisions with high confidence, thanks to the, all these technologies that are being used. We are quite, you know, confident with all the benefits that the virtual COO bring to to the SMEs. But how about a couple of the other issues, as for example, you know, trust issues? Would you, as a leader of the SME, be so comfortable with having the virtual COO um, handling all the operations? Well, well, of course, um, this relation may take time for for the for digestion on the SME side. But I think uh, the more that the person uses these technologies, uh, the more they will get used to it. I think one important thing about using the technology is one thing, but making the the way that people use these technologies easy is another thing. I think. Uh, the, uh, what this solution reminds me is the importance of how customer-centric these solutions are. If they can be really designed from a customer perspective, putting the empathy in the center of this of the design, they they can really bring out uh, very very uh, efficient results. Because SME owners are not against technology; they are not against digital products. They just want simple products, simple and efficient products. They can easily understand and they can easily have an experience with. If the solution is very user-friendly and it's really have a very high level of accuracy, then why shouldn't the SME owners use these technologies? I think in that sense, delegation will not be a problem. And also I see, I've see seen this uh, many times before. Once you give them uh, a very simple solution, they are really happy to use it because nobody wants to work 24 hours a day. They like their job, but they like their personal lives too. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I mean, we've seen, obviously, you know, many attempts of other banks and financial institutions all over the globe to help SMEs in managing their business, starting, you know, with HR, financing, people, right now operations, leveraging on the AI. But uh, do you see any limits of, of such services? Uh, what, what could be, you know, the boundaries for banks uh, with further developments of the beyond banking offerings to manage SME's business? Yeah, well, I will not call it as limits, but uh, I would maybe mean like a, a couple of challenges that these banks may be facing. And I think the challenges should be mentioned in a broader sense, if I may. 
uh, well, a couple of things like lacking a deep knowledge of SME is the first challenge. Uh, unfortunately, SME is a segment which is lost between the retail and the corporate segment, mostly ignored, <clears throat> underestimated. Yes, they have similarities with these two segments, but they are they are neither the former nor the latter. Uh, the SME has its own characteristics, which needs to be analyzed in depth by the banks. And uh, because lack of uh, relevant analysis, the financial sector may somehow some biases for SMEs, putting them as like too risky or yet not profitable. This is one of the challenges. Another uh, challenge or a limit is the lacking the HR capacity to innovate for the SME segment is, is, is another challenge. Traditionally, since the banks uh, focused on the retail or the corporate banking, their staff is also mostly experienced with these segments rather than the SME, which limit their capacity to create innovative products and services for them. Another one is new technologies and also new players such as fintechs also focus on the retail segment first when it comes to provide new solutions. And I think this creates another challenge for banks when tapping into the SMEs space. Well, last but not least, uh, the pace of transformation is also very high. And the banks with these heavy legacy systems, lack of agile ways of working, are really struggling to keep up with this speed. And um, well, coming like the developments uh, for uh, the boundaries for further development, what can I say is that as a banker who has more than 20 years of experience working for the SME segment, I frankly speaking, I, uh, there are no boundaries if you really want to move out of your comfort zone. Wonderful. Uh, let's touch another topic what we, what we have here. And it's uh, what we've seen, especially as a trigger post-COVID, is that SMEs are becoming or are getting into spotlight of global economy, even of uh, uh, many governmental institutions, you know, global leaders in different industries. As an example, NASA invests 51 million of dollars in innovative ideas from U.S. small businesses because NASA, as part of their program, has selected 409 technology proposals for the first phase of funding from the agency's small business innovation research and small business technology transfer programs. And the contracts will provide approximately, as been mentioned, uh, 50 million to 312 small businesses in 44 states of, uh, of US. More than 100 of the selected companies will be first-time recipients of such, uh, um, uh, of such injection, let's call it like that, for the program. Additionally, 27% of the small businesses are from underrepresented groups, including minority and women-owned businesses. And whether NASA is, is landing, you know, Artemis astronauts on the moon, sending rovers to Mars, or developing next-generation aircraft small business partner, um, they, uh, they believe that the small business partners are considered to play an important role here. So, again, you know, from your perspective, what does such news mean for SMEs or uh, small business banking in financial services? Well, frankly speaking, I was extremely excited when I read these news because the words SME and NASA are not frequently seen next to each other on the news. So for me, it was really like a new discovery, frankly speaking. Um, we have just discussed the importance of SMEs. I mean, uh, so this investment decision of NASA is for me another justification uh, for why this segment really matters everywhere in every economy. It is important in that sense, first, that even NASA is valuing the power of SMEs and putting them positively under the spotlight, which will make many sectors, I think, turn their uh, attention towards this segment. 
Second, uh, this decision makes it very explicit that it is not only now, today, the big techs are only the ones who are innovating for the future of humanity, but SMEs can indeed be the source of innovation, which is for me is a, is a big, like a, really a kind of a discovery. Traditionally, and still in many countries, we know that SMEs are mostly operating in the service trade or the manufacturer sectors, manufacturing sectors, and which these are mostly associated with uh, less advanced technologies or not really too much technological sectors. But NASA's decision is like a revelation that besides startups and corporates, SMEs can and will play significant roles in the development of technology today. So for that reasons, I mean, I really value the, these news a lot. When it comes to the support from financial services institution, do you see any probably still untouched services or even you know parts of the business that should be supported for SMEs? Oh, definitely. Well, access to finance has always been a big challenge for SMEs. Uh, and I think even recently changing with COVID, there are lots of supports, but it will still continue to affect SMEs for sure. Uh, they're always short of uh, finance. So I think this is one of the areas that still needs help, support. Uh, but for me, equally important is their awareness levels for managing their businesses. Uh, here, it's, it's a, there is a big, big, big area for development, for improvement. Because uh, having a well-defined business strategy and planning with the right business management skills is, is an area that they are not very well, still not aware of. They are very good producers, but when it comes to acting like a long-term planning businessman, I think they are. They have a lot of room to improve. Finding the right information for running the business, creating the right product, finding the right customers and the right markets require more than simply finance. So access to finance is not enough at this sense. So it requires a mature business mindset that can smartly use the money for a more sustainable business growth. These like finance and let's say access to good business management skills are key. But I think, especially with the COVID, after the COVID, uh, we have a third area that requires a little bit of support or development, let's say, and it's for me, it's digitalization. It's, uh, it's something that um, they are recently discovering because using digital solutions for running their businesses, moving their businesses online, digital finance, digital literacy, these areas are are new topics for them so i think they are recently beginning to struggle with these topics and uh, for that reason there is a huge uh, area that financial institutions banks government institutions anyone are in the sme ecosystem can really give a big hand to smes in order to close the gap they may have vis-a-vis uh, -vis the digitalization topics and i'll call this a uh... Uh, a cherry on the top question. <laughs> Are there still any or still some sub-segments of SMEs or um, any special groups of um, entrepreneurs that require special attention or treatment from your perspective that until now haven't been served uh, properly? Well, absolutely there are. Well, you know, um, one of my passions, uh, personal and professional passions is like the woman segment. Um, especially the women entrepreneurs, because they really require a special attention with the amazing business cases they provide for the economies and for the financial institutions. A couple of reasons, because the women make 65% of the global consumer spending, which is $20 trillion, and they reinvest 90% of their income to their families. 
And like all the research shows that if we can close the gender gap in financial access, this can bring another additional revenue of like $40 billion for retail banking. So all the recent studies shows that the financial institutions which have specific programs for the women market, be it retail or women entrepreneurs, they see really positive results in terms of portfolio growth, cross-sell ratios and delinquency ratios. So the business case is solid and the women segment is one of the fastest growing sectors segments for banks. However, these recent studies unfortunately also show that the majority of the unbanked population is women and like 75 of the women customers are unsatisfied with their banks. They feel disrespected, they feel not well understood. For all these reasons, uh, it's not only a social cause that we are talking about, but there is a very big economic cause behind uh, working with women entrepreneur segment. So why should we miss this opportunity? So with one stone, we can really uh, catch two birds when we serve women customers, women entrepreneurs. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Simla. Many, many great perspectives and insights that you share. I can imagine to discuss, you know, with you even more around the latest SM Banking news. However, as we know, the time flies so fast that we have to wrap it up for today. Well, thank you very much, Lucas, because as you said, time really flew. Uh, but it was such a pleasure to discuss uh, once again and attract attention towards SMEs and all sub-segments of SMEs. I think we have a big role to play to help them and make them more visible. And thanks for giving me the, the microphone today to share my views. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, and uh, thank you as well for uh, listening to us today. Hoping that we were able, you know, once again to touch some of very interesting news that we've seen in the market and probably answer key questions that some of the bankers might be asking themselves. So this has been the, the June episode of FPA SME at the Glance Expert Views on the News. Mm -hmm.